Hi, I'm Carissa. I'm a single mom from the middle of nowhere, Michigan. I have over 10 years of experience in habit, mindset, and behavior change, and I want to help you do the same. I'm in the development stages of my online programs, so keep an eye out for those soon too. If you're looking for a boost of confidence to find your own version of success through habits, mindset, and behavior change from a perfectly imperfect human just like you, then you're in the right place. Join me on an adventure of self-discovery, self-love, self-compassion, and best of all, self-success. Hear my stories, life lessons through humor and serious conversations, tips and tricks and more right here on Habits, Me, and Everything in Between. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to episode seven of Habits, Me, and Everything in Between. I'm Carissa and I wanted to start out like always thanking you so much for being here spending your time with me and learning and growing. You should be proud of yourself for that. So uh, today's episode, I just learned something so extraordinary about fear and how to quote unquote conquer it. And I could not help but to hop right on here and record this episode for you because fear plagues all of us, doesn't it? It comes in all forms. It ranges differently for everybody, but we all feel feel it at some point in our lives. So I want to start out with this story, which is actually probably two stories. Um, in, well, no, let's say it's three stories. They're all involving the exact same topic, but vastly different experiences. So when I was 16, I might've been 15. Um, I went my city, well, I guess the quote unquote bigger city, the one that I live in now that I live right down the road from this place. Um, now has a thing called the young Eagles program. And once a year, usually mid early, mid June, they have a free flight experience. Now, of course, you're not flying because holy cow, that would be reckless. But as a kid, you get to go up in the small airplane. Like the airport that is right down the road for me is not a full-size airport. It is just meant for like small personal planes and like helicopters. I think I've seen like one helicopter there before. <laughs> but so anyways... They, yeah, they take you up and around. Um, I don't think they go into Canada's airspace, or I'm not sure what they did back then either, because I'd never seen the land from that view before. So I'm not really sure where all we went. And I'll have to look through my old, old, old desktop towered computer to try to find the video because I recorded the video on my silly little flip phone that I'm sure had the worst quality picture ever. But whatever, you do what you can do back in whatever year that was. <laughs> Maybe we don't mention that. <laughs> so anyways, I did it. Um, we flew around for probably, I think, like 20 minutes, I think. And it was great. It was fun. 
I liked seeing everything. Yeah. So let's fast forward to now 2021. Um, so still COVID times. We're still, we weren't on lockdown anymore. There's still restrictions, whatever. My friend invites me on a spur of the moment, basically trip to Disney World. And I'd never been to Disney World. So I was like, um, heck yeah. And we were going during spring break and my daughter was going to her dad's house for spring break. So I was like, yes, please. We had some of that stimulus money. So I had a little money to spare, although that was kind of reckless. But you know what? I chose an experience because it was one I hadn't had before and I wanted to. I wanted to. I felt in my soul that I needed that experience. And I'm so glad I did. I will talk about that experience at a different episode because I cried. But, um, so leading up to it, it was great. I was fine. I was like, yeah, I've been in a plane before and it was a tiny little one. Like that was all shaky and, you know, less quote unquote, less safe feeling. But I got ready. It was leading up to it and I just kept getting more and more nervous more and more terrified. I like, I didn't really sleep for a couple days before we were going. Of course, every what if was running through my mind. Luckily, my daughter was not home because she would have seen me freaking out. And I had video called her right before we were, I needed to leave because we needed to drive overnight uh, to get down to the airport five hours away. Um, Cause that's like where the biggest, the, well, no, not the closest or biggest, I guess, probably, but that's where this flight was going out of. So down in Detroit. And I called her and I was like laying in the dark and I was trying to act all fine, but inside I was dying. I felt like all of my insides were going to come out. Like it, I just talking about it right now, just thinking about it, I can feel it creeping in like to my stomach, like right in the center pit of your stomach. You know that feeling, right? Um, and then it travels on my throat and then I'm like, all choked up feeling, but like, you know, something bad might be happening soon kind of feeling or I cry or <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen when your nerves get to that level. And to be honest, I hadn't felt nerves to this level before. This was an experience that I don't believe I'll ever forget because it was just gut-wrenching. So uh, anyways, I acted all fine on the phone. Like, it was okay. She didn't know we were going because I didn't want her to be upset with me. <laughs> and hindsight, after the fact, she was upset with me. But, you know, that ask for forgiveness thing, not, you know. Anyways, so uh, I... Drove out to my friend's house. She lives about a half hour away. I tried to... Oh, no. Back up. I was trying to get myself to calm down. So I was like, let's take a hot shower. Take a warm shower. Take a cool shower. Who even knows? Just figure out something to calm yourself down. Listen. I stood in that shower and I sobbed my face off. I'm now coming up with all these plans on how I'm going to just ask her to drive all the way to Florida. Yeah, it's a full day that we're going to miss out on. We can't get the ticket prices back for the plane. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out. It's going to be fine. We'll, it's going to be fine. <laughs> so I get out there. I'm talking to her. And she was like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> 
I was like, there's still time to convince her. In my mind, of course, I was like, it's a five-hour drive. There's still time to convince her. I'm going to drive down there. Yeah. No. So we get to the airport. I am literally, I'm overheated. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like my insides are coming out the whole time. Like, I'm just trying to keep it together. I lived on, um, like, stomach ache drops, which were just, like, cough drops, but they have, like, ginger and honey and stuff in them to soothe uh, your stomach. And they might have worked. <laughs> I'm still unsure about that. Um, but yeah, so honestly, we got there. I was still dying. We board the flight, but we didn't pre-select our seats. So I was like, let's save some money and not pre-select the seats. It should be fine. And then we get up to the ticket counter or whatever, the check-in booth. I don't even know what it's called still. And they're like, oh, we don't have any seats together. You'll have to sit apart. And me and my friend look at each other and we're like, oh, okay. So now I'm like even more freaked out because now I don't even have my friend to bounce off of if I decide to throw up or, you know, die um, while we're flying in the air. But, oh, also it bears mentioning I have vertigo. So, uh, I was really worried about the fact of like taking off and going out. I'm not kidding. You guys, my stomach right now is all sorts of upset feeling because of talking about this. Phew. Accidental, but whatever. It's real. So yeah, we sit apart and I am like nauseous the whole time, but I'm also so exhausted because I hadn't been sleeping because I was so flippin' nervous, but I did it. We got there. She was sat at the back of the plane. I was like right in the middle, basically. And I was on the aisle. Um, I learned that I needed to stare straight ahead, not look around with the plane, especially as the plane was like taking off and turning, you know, or going to land and turning. I had to look straight ahead, um, which is also something I have to do in the car too. So if I'm not driving, especially Anyway, so I survived. It was fine. On the flight back, I was like cool as a cucumber. It was chill. I was okay. Um, we got to sit next to each other that time because she made me pay the extra money to put our seats together. Anyways, so yeah, I survived that. And then that, oh gosh, was that that June? Yeah, in June, spur of the moment kind of thinking like a month before, again, we decide to fly to LA because that's where my biological father lives. And I'd never been out there. And it was always a dream of mine to see LA and California in general. Like I just had this feeling I needed to go to California, right? I think a lot of people actually feel that way, especially if they're from the winter barren places like the upper peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> We just want that sunshine and beach vibes, right? So, uh, yeah, we went out there, but I thought I had it together, man. I thought because of that flight back, I was like, yeah, I'm a pro. Yes, this flight is two times longer, but that's okay. It's going to be fine. Um, well, I, now my kid's going with me. My daughter's going with me with this one, obviously, and she's never flown before. So I think that I was mostly freaking out because I was worried about how she was going to react. 
And if she started to freak out, it was going to make me freak out and it would just spiral. And then we'd both be like dead. (laughs) Not literally, of course, but that's how my mind was going. So whatever, whatever we're going. I honestly thought I had COVID because I was so sick. I was like, I can't, what is even happening? I'm not even that nervous about this. So I thought, but yeah, it was nerves because I felt the same feelings. I was dying. I felt like I was, I couldn't sleep still. And she's actually like taking care of me at this point. (laughs) She texts my dad. She was like, mom's real sick. Hopefully this is okay. (laughs) It was kind of a nightmare, but whatever. I slept And then we didn't have a flight until later versus very, very early in the morning. So I slept through the night. We had most of the day to get ready and then drive again the five hours down to Detroit. It was okay. I mean, I still felt sick. We still survived. I still like lived off of those um, stomach ache drops, but it was okay. We lived. Um, But so all that to say that feeling of the butterflies that they call it butterflies, but you know, it feels more like a lion attacking all of your insides. (laughs) Um, or at least it does for me. So anyway, that feeling though, I just learned today is a chemical reaction because our brain I don't know. It was a pretty brief overview, but our brain, when we're feeling nervous or excited because they're actually like the same feeling, it's just how you view them. Um, it sends your blood from your digestive system to your heart. So your heart's beating faster in preparation for this exciting thing, this quote unquote nerve wracking thing. Um, So when that happens, there's a chemical reaction in your stomach and that's what makes the butterflies feeling. And that is from a study from Harvard, I guess. And then, so if you think about that, I mean, that makes me feel a little bit better. So it's not because we're going to fail. It's not because it's going to be the worst case scenario that's happening. That's why your body is feeling like that. It's literally something you can't control. It's a feeling, well, that part's a feeling, something you can't control. It's chemical, it's biological. So uh, when you're feeling nervous or you're feeling excited, you get to choose, first of all, what mindset, mind frame, frame of mind, (laughs) you get to have about those situations. Like if you're going to jump out of a plane and you're flipping terrified. Well, figure out why you're doing it. Why are you doing it? Um, like for me getting on the plane, I was of course not jumping out of a plane. I have gone back and forth on the thought of doing that a lot. And I think maybe sometime in the future, I will, I'll have enough courage and confidence to do it, to try. Um, but so you're getting on the plane, you're terrified But if you reframe it and you say, I'm excited and this is why I get to see my father's home for the past 20 ish years of his life in a whole nother state, a whole nother life experience than my own has been. And by the way, biological father, I'm adopted. So 
I'll go into that more later, but just in case that was confusing. So I didn't grow up with him as my father, like raising me as my father. Um, I didn't meet him or we'll start talking to him until I was 17. So, uh, anyways, I was reframing it. I kept trying, I was reframing the fact that I'm excited to see this place that I have always wanted to see and experience. So, uh, that's what I did. And we survived. It was okay. And then, of and even my, my daughter did fine. She did. Uh, she needed to hold my hand during takeoff and landing, but that was, it was it. And she looked out the window and she loved it. It was fine. She got up and moved around a little too much, but she also has ADHD, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, the flight back was great. That one was in the middle of the night, but yeah, we did all right. So all those stories to tell you, basically, because like I said, it was all the same topic of flying, but three different instances and experiences, sort of. <laughs> but yeah, so even if you're nervous, try to reframe it, figure out why you're doing it, reframe it to you're excited because of this, this, and this you get to do it because of it, because of experiencing it. And then remind yourself that it's a chemical reaction. Those butterflies, those nerves in the pit of your stomach, however they manifest in your body for you, um, sweating bullets, you know what I mean? It's a chemical reaction, uh, to your blood flowing to a spot where you need it, your heart. Um, so reframe it like that. And so then your action item of today is going to be to uh, think about something you fear, something you're really worried about. Um, and then use that knowledge to, uh, one, reframe it into finding why it's exciting to do that thing. What will it bring you if you do that thing? Even if you're terrified the whole time, or at least you think you're terrified the whole time, whether or not you have that chemical stomach pain or not figure out ways that you're going to be excited about it and how that will adjust your experience because it really will change a lot. It's going to take practice. It's not a perfect science. Of course, there's going to take time to, uh, figure out what exactly is going to work for you specifically in working through those feelings, but it's possible. And I want you to know that. And yeah, that's it for me today, guys. I was just too excited to uh, learn that because it's a very prominent thing in my life. I have anxiety, so fear is a top-notch <laughs> emotion in my life. <laughs> so I'm going to use this knowledge with confidence because I need it. And I plan to do lots of fearful type things in my life. And I know this is going to help me through it. And I hope it helps you too. So I hope you have an amazing day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And I will see you next time. Bye, guys. I'm doing a virtual happy dance with you because you just finished another episode of Habits Me and Everything in Between. That felt good, didn't it? 
I'm so proud of you for taking this time for yourself and a huge thank you for spending it with me. If you'd like to connect more with me, you can find me at Carissa Oriana on Instagram. That is C-H-A-R-I-S-S-A-O-R-I-A-N-A. And don't forget to sign up for my weekly newsletter for show updates and more on my website, carissaoriana.com slash newsletter. And if you would be so kind, please leave a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. And shoot me a message if you have any questions, ideas, or suggestions for upcoming episodes. See you next time.